0: welcome back to the juice peel places podcast i'm your host mackenzie marsh and guys we took a week off i didn't even tell you guys we were going to take a week off and i didn't even post that I took a week off um i'm kind of offended that none of you noticed you guys were probably like that's it she recorded four podcast episodes and now she says peace out i did not say peace out i think i'm going to be taking off the last thursday of every month I think that feels right. I think in the same way, like you go through a week and you take a Sabbath on a Sunday, I think I'm going to do that with this podcast because I think it's kind of fun to take an extra week and just like, think about things, think about like life and like live your life too, you know, and not be thinking about what am I going to record and just live the life I need to talk about or not need to talk about, but live a life entertaining enough where I can come on here and entertain you guys with the life that I'm living. So, welcome back. I hope you missed me. I really do. Anyways, happy October. Today is October 3rd when I am recording, and man, it was just such a good end of September. Like, I just got back from technically two trips that felt like they were combined into one. I went to Boston with Marie and Kayla for Marie's birthday, and then I went to the Jaywalkers Conference in Orlando, and let me tell you guys the lord moved so much at that conference it was literally so insane but first let's talk about boston so we went to boston for marie's birthday marie and i flew up there we stayed in a house in cape cod it was so much fun literally just like not being around your people for a little bit and then getting to just like spend an uninterrupted time with them 24 7 you forget how much you can even laugh as a human being. And the weekend was just filled with so much laughter. Like my stomach hurt from laughing so much. And that's just the best kind of weekend. Also a weird like cringy fun fact about me is the older I've gotten, which I'm 23. So this is concerning for an older version of me, but the older I've gotten, the more I have decided that when I really laugh hard, I snort when I laugh. And I think it's the most like equally embarrassing and cringy and like funny thing ever because I've noticed when I like really laugh and I start snorting, it just makes everyone else laugh so much more. And I always like wanna be a funny person. Am I always, yes, I am always a funny person. No, I'm not actually, like I try to be, but you know, can't make everyone happy. But when I like laugh at myself, for instance, which happens a lot, And I just start like snorting or I like laugh at a situation and I just start snorting. Like everyone else is just like dying laughing at you. And it's the funniest thing. And then you just keep laughing. And it's like, oh my gosh, we've been laughing for 10 minutes. I can't breathe. And it's just a great time. That is like a compilation of like what this week, week, I guess, kind of was. And it was so great. So Kayla met us in Boston one of the days. I also met my friend Anna, who I've been wanting to meet for the longest time, guys. I have probably like known her through social media for like three-ish years maybe longer than that and we talked on the phone like literally so much she's the best and she recently moved to boston we have almost crossed paths in about like five different countries it feels like she came to oxford like a week after i moved we like passed each other in london i think we passed each other in paris we've passed each other in boston before passed each other in west palm so getting able to like literally run into her finally it was so much fun. So I was able to meet her in Boston. She looked at me and was like, so when are you moving to Boston? And I was like, I'm not. However, I loved Boston. I literally loved it so much. I think if I were to move, like I just like love cities like so much. Like I loved Oxford because I was able to walk everywhere. I loved Oxford because I was able to walk everywhere. And that would just be so much fun. Like living in Boston, being able to take a train again. Like I miss that so much. But up in the Northeast, like it is so great, but it definitely is like a lost city. Like having that to kind of deal with after kind of always living in the South, I think would be really challenging for me. Do I think if like the Lord puts it on my heart to move there, would I do it? 100%. Absolutely. Randomly, a ton of people have been like commenting on my stuff, being like, Let's like start G's fuel places in Boston or like start somewhere up north. And that would be awesome down the line. Like I would literally love that so much. Anyways, that's not what that's just going off on a little bit of a tangent. Anyways, Boston was so much fun. Cape Cod was so much fun. We rented a Tesla for the weekend. Thank you to Marie's mom. And it was it was great. I mean, it also helped me go viral on multiple accounts because randomly you guys all thought i had a boyfriend y'all i posted a picture of marie's hand on the tesla and like our two duncans sitting right there and the amount of people who swiped up and were like soft lunch oh my gosh the boy omg the boy omg oh my gosh what guys 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 come on like if i had a boyfriend Or anything of the sort, the podcast listeners would know first. They a hundred percent would. Like this is where I'm coming to spill all of my tea. It's coming right here. Like you and me, right here. Like this is where we're handling all of that. I just thought it was so funny. It was the funniest thing. So, anyways, I posted a TikTok to like the daddy's home sound, you know, um, and put a beard on Marie, like the filter. Someone thought it was like I actually drew a beard on her, which that was a little funny. But Put a beard on her and made the like lol when you're when everyone on your Insta story swipes up saying soft launch. Actually tragic, but worked out. I literally woke up in the middle of the night and was like, Maria, I have an idea. We're doing this TikTok tomorrow. Mark my words. And it happened and it was great and it was a fantastic time. Anyways, so we fly home from Boston. We are kind of like confused because. My flight said it was delayed an hour. Marie's flight said it was delayed like 30 minutes. And we were kind of confused of like, wait, what's going on? But didn't realize it until we were like, oh my gosh, walking to our gate and it says Fort Lauderdale. And I was like, um, I know I got a flight back to West Palm. And I had told Kayla, like, make sure you get a flight back to West Palm. We realized Marie had a flight to Fort Lauderdale and Kayla and I, in fact, were flying to West Palm. We look at our phones and like actually check, and it goes, boarding, one minute, and we're at a totally different gate. So Kayla and I sprint our little booties all the way down to a different gate, and of course we're stupid, and our flight was in fact delayed an hour, so we had to sit there and wait. But Marie flew into Fort Lauderdale, had to take, no, she didn't take the train, got a ride because her car was in West Palm, had to go all the way back up, picked us up, and we eventually went home, but did not get home till very late. In the morning, sweet Kayla did want to go to Sunrise. I gave it to her because she's a Minnesota gal and she doesn't get very many of them. It was not a great sunrise. The waves were massive and it was pretty, but the waves were massive and we couldn't even swim. Like, I think I would have gotten dragged out to sea if I would have tried. It was a surfer's paradise, not my paradise, however. Later that day, we got in the car and drove to Orlando to meet up with Lainey and Mallory and our new friend Danny. Which Mallory is technically a new friend as well, but I feel like I've like followed her forever. She's also friends with Lainey, so I've known her for quite a bit, like through Instagram. But we met up with them and went to the Jaywalkers conference, which was literally so great. Like it was just two days. Well, it was a night and then the full next day of just like just like sweetness like it was so good being able to see Chandler Moore live guys guys my obsession with Chandler Moore from Maverick City is like his voice is just so good and it was literally just like I've had so many moments listening to Maverick City that have just like touched my heart and like the Lord is just like been there so closely with me so to be able to hear those songs live and just be taken back to a lot of those moments was so sweet and so special so it was the best the weekend was so good jenny allen also spoke and if you know anything about me you know that jenny allen has changed my life in so many ways she's probably the person i look up to more than anyone and being able to hear her speak she didn't speak for very long and i just wanted to go up to her afterwards and be like how do you do this like she can speak for five minutes and every single person is like face down crying like uh, and like feeling the lord's presence somehow and everything she said was with so much intentionality and it was so beautiful and she just like knows how to like draw you towards conviction too which is so freaking cool so as a result of jenny allen this weekend was a weekend of freedom but it was also a weekend of just like heaviness, Um, fully transparent. Like I have been all over the place with this business. Like I know the Lord is calling me into this and I want to come on here and put on this front that I have a really good idea what I'm doing and I know what's going on and I know exactly what this ministry is supposed to be, but I have no idea at all. I know the Lord's calling me into events. I know he's calling me to talk about fitness and wellness and all things around that because I truly believe like my faith is so much better when like body, mind, spirit is there, and I'm so much more confident when I am working out, and it's a confidence that is in the Lord, and if you heard the last episode, you know a little about that, and I just have a heart for so much, but I don't have expertise in really any of the areas. I'm getting on here and talking, and I feel so unqualified to speak on some of the things that I'm speaking on, and i really have no idea where to begin the only place i know this is not my bible but the really the only place i know where to begin is my bible and i'm just trying to spend as much time in scripture to just learn because i wanted 2023 to be a season and a year of learning and just like education because there's a lot i don't know there's a lot i want to teach but i can't teach that without first knowing it so it's been kind of the struggle of being pulled in a million different ways of what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to teach? I feel called to do events, but what do you do when no one even buys tickets to your events? And you're like, yeah, I'm called to this, but it's not making any money and it's not doing this and it's not whatever. So I had a conversation with Lainey about it and it's really cool to have a friendship where you say, I'm stressed about money. And the first thing she says is make sure you're tithing. And I just thought that was really sweet and that's kind of a random thing to throw in here but I thought it was important and really a cool aspect about having godly friends that they're going to literally look you in the face when you want to be told like how to make a million dollars and they tell you make sure you're tithing. This weekend truly was so incredible and I'm just so grateful for all the different experiences I was able to have all the people I was able to meet and really just like All of the opportunities and doors that the lord has opened even since that conference is so freaking cool and i'm just really grateful speaking of gratefulness today i want to talk about gratitude like when i sat down and was like what do i want kind of like the first episodes of this podcast to be about i wanted it to be about things that have genuinely changed my life let's rewind a little bit i guess to how i even found out about gratitude That seems like such a silly thing, but like, you know, when you're like a kid and you're going around like saying what you're grateful for at Thanksgiving, it just like seems so silly, but genuinely I will probably be the parent who's forcing my kids to do that every single night at dinner because I try to do that every single day or when I'm feeling low, just, Hey, what's three things you're grateful for really quickly. It genuinely can change your mood so much. So let's talk about it. So I was going through the first breakup my sophomore year of college and I was just sitting there not doing so hot, not doing so great and Taylor actually had a friend on a podcast and she was also going through a breakup and she decided to read out Philippians 4-6 which is a really basic verse but I'm all for practicality. So when people ask me my favorite verse It is Philippians 4, 6, and 7, because when reading it, it just kind of seems like, okay, that's sick, sweet, but we're going to break this down and we're going to make it practical. So here it is. Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus that to someone who doesn't know the power of God and doesn't understand what that peace that surpasses all understanding genuinely looks like, that verse is filled with so much goodness you have no idea. Like, it is so freaking cool. The fact that, like, the Lord is just like, I'm going to write in this book and genuinely tell my people how to get peace and joy And like, not just peace, peace of God that surpasses literally all understanding. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. And I just think we should talk about that more. So we're going to talk about it more. Gratitude is one of those things. Whether you're a Christian or not, it is like scientifically proven to up your mood and to change your emotional state so clearly like there's so many studies on like why we need gratitude in our life and it's really cool um and gratitude i think is more than just being thankful it's a state that you live in and it's a heart posture that you have it's not just saying things out loud although on certain days when you don't feel like being grateful sometimes it is i'm grateful for my community i'm grateful for the life that i live i'm grateful for Running water, like random things, and you're just kind of like pulling strings and it feels a little forced. Okay, yes, some days it is that. Just like some days reading my Bible is strictly out of discipline. Like we've all been there. But living in a heart posture of gratitude is so crazy, what it genuinely does for you. And I didn't even really realize this. And then I bought one of my best friends the book, The Five Minute Journal. And basically, all it is is just three things you're grateful for every day. And it like, that book does so well for so many reasons, but the so many reasons are the reasons of gratitude because expressing gratitude every single day changes your life. Let's first dive into why we neglect gratitude. So I did my research because I'm a PR major and I was a PR major and I like to do my research. So I was reading a study on gratitude and like why we actually neglect gratitude, because if it is something that is scientifically proven and it's also biblically proven to produce joy and peace, why are so many people neglecting it? The reasoning did not shock me, but it wasn't something I initially would have thought of. American society, welcome to it. We like to put ourselves on a pedestal on a pedestal that is so high up that we want no one to take us down from it. Worse, we don't want to take ourselves down from it by doing anything at all. So when the issue of gratitude is brought up, we have to be grateful for something else to something else. And that's not something that we want to do. So Robert C. Solomon wrote a study on gratitude. And he said, I'm just going to read this because I thought it was so good. So, the neglect of gratitude is in itself interesting. Why does it not come to the mind immediately when a social emotions and virtues are in question? Why do we loathe to admit the fact that we feel and should feel indebted to someone who is our benefactor and has helped us in some way? This can be religion or not. Like, this can be... This could be to God, to your creator or not. This can be to other people. This can be to your significant other, your spouse, your friend. This can be to so many different things. We as a society, our natural sin instinct is to hate this, which is so crazy to me. Again, because of the things that it brings us. Like it brings us joy. It brings us peace, but we don't want to do it. It's the last thing we want to do. So in continuation, The way of describing the emotion is already a clue. We, especially in this society, do not like to think of ourselves as indebted. We would rather see our good fortunes as our own doing, where the losses and suffering are not our fault, thus the neglect of gratitude. Like the emotion of trust, it involves admission of our vulnerability. I am the kind of person who loves my independence. I struggle a lot to admit my need at all. Like that is something I'm not good at whatsoever, like at all. To rely on other people is something that's really hard for me. I grew up in a Montessori school, which I'm so grateful for because it did teach me a lot of really good lessons, but it also stripped me of my dependence, which In American society, it is known as one of the best things in the world to be independent. That is a quality that people look for when they're hiring you, when they're dating, when they're everything, pretty much, in terms of judging a person. They're looking for that independence. So doing something like expressing gratitude is the furthest thing from what our independent society would deem as important. But when I tell you it is one of the most important things you can do. Gratitude is something that I implemented when I realized I had an idolization of places. So I've lived kind of all over and I spent 10 years of my life hating South Florida, which is really funny to anyone who knows the kind of place that I live in. It's great, like it's fantastic. West Palm, South Florida is to some paradise on earth. 10 years I spent complaining about this place and hating this place because it wasn't where I was from, it wasn't where I was happiest, and it wasn't where I felt home was. A lot of parts of West Palm were really uncomfortable to me and I didn't know how to handle those emotions. And I wish someone would have just shook me and been like, hey, what's two things you're grateful for in terms of like West Palm? If you hate something in your life right now, start practicing gratitude towards it. I was told this in the same way of like when I was going through a breakup of, hey, you hate something right now, pray for it. Hey, you despise your ex-boyfriend right now, pray for him. If you dislike something in your life right now, within measure, like take this with a grain of salt, please. Write down two things you're grateful for about it. If you're really uncomfortable in your life right now and aren't enjoying your life right now, What's two things you're grateful for in your life right now? It seems like a really like silly thing of like, that's not going to work, but it genuinely does. Like it, it does entirely. I'll give you another practical way. I moved to Oxford and our heat didn't work great. It was 30 degrees and like 30 degrees, like England weather, which was freezing cold. I was wearing four layers pretty much every single day. While inside or outside, because it was just that cold. So Florida Girl going to Oxford, England, being that cold the first two weeks, I was kind of faking a smile. And I was just like, yeah, this is this is this is miserable. Like actually, this is miserable. And I was not the happiest, not the happiest camper. I was also fasting. So there was that as well. And then one day I was just reminded of that verse of like, hey, I want to feel warm right now, but I don't. But more than that, like I just don't feel joy in this season and I don't feel peace being here. I just moved from one country to another and I'm focusing on the coldness. But really the coldness is just me realizing like I don't belong here, I don't fit here, and I want to go home. But I had paid my rent in full, so going home was not a choice. Just like in a lot of our seasons, getting out of it is not necessarily always gonna be a choice for us. So what do we do? Just sit in that season and soak in it and just be like miserable the entire time? No. You pick your face up out of your mittens, out of your sweater, out of your scarf, which is essentially what I did on one walk home. And I just sat there and was like, I'm I'm grateful for this weather. I'm grateful that I can feel the cold on my skin. I'm grateful for the wind. It actually feels like kind of good. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm able to be walking right now. I'm grateful for the fact that I have clothes to put on my body to keep me warm. I'm grateful for the fact that I have a home. I didn't have a home for the former four or five months before moving to England. I mean, and I was sitting there because it was cold. And again, I'm from Florida, so like, don't call me dramatic. I know I know, 30 degrees is not that bad, but it, it was. Like when you don't have a warm house to run into, guys, it was, it was cold. It was really cold, but I changed my heart posture and it changed everything from that day on. Like the second I picked up my head and was like, okay, like I'm in this, I don't have a choice. I have to be in this. I can either sit and be grateful for it, or I can let this just ruin everything for me. And I refused to let that happen. So let's break down what gratitude actually is. So the Oxford English Dictionary defines gratitude as the quality or condition of being thankful, the appreciation of an inclination to return kindness. The word gratitude is derived from the Latin term gratia, meaning favor, or gratis, meaning pleasing, all derived from this Latin root of having to do with kindness, generousness, gifts, the beauty of giving or receiving, or getting something for nothing. If we are Christians. If we love Jesus, we should be exuberating gratitude 24/7. twenty four seven. Twenty—I just made up a word. Twenty four seven, because getting something for nothing is the definition of our salvation. So a direct result, like that is literally the definition. Getting something for nothing. We did absolutely nothing to deserve our salvation. God loves you exactly where you are. You don't have to do anything to gain his love. You don't have to do anything. We did nothing in this equation. Nothing at all. But having a heart of gratitude propels us to love others better. Having a heart of gratitude propels us to love him better. And what a freeing life it is to live in that way. So, we've talked about why we as a society don't practice gratitude. We've talked about some of my experiences with gratitude, but I want to read off a couple of ways that like practically gratitude just genuinely makes you happier and these aren't my definitions. These are from mindful.org. And they just gave really good reasonings of, like, why to practice gratitude and, like, the actual science behind it and the gratitude on, on the brain. If you want to read more, I'll link it below because, honestly, this article was really, really interesting and this website's great. Um, anyways, so on your brain and, like, what it actually does to your brain is actually so cool. So I'm going to read off seven things and then just chat through them a little bit. So, the first thing gratitude does is it strengthens your positive recall, which when you're walking through like a dark situation in life, every time we picture something like in our life, we're recalling something from the past. So, people who like me who struggle with anxiety a lot, when I'm sitting in a situation and I'm worried about what's going to happen, I'm pulling a memory from the past that I have. So if I continue to practice gratitude, I pull positive things from my memory. So when I'm, my mind is wandering and I'm thinking, what's going to happen next in this situation? What's going to happen if I do this or don't do this? I'm now able to pull a lot more positive things and that happens a lot less in my life, which is really cool. It also deepens your resilience, which I feel like that one is just self-explanatory of the benefits of that. Um, This life's hard and I mean, it's hard. And I think being able to walk through negative emotions, our mind is a scary and powerful place. And to be able to have that resilience over our emotions because yes, the Lord is in our mind, but so is the devil. I mean, the devil is constantly going to be throwing things at you to keep you away from the lord and if we don't have the strength and the proper armor to defend ourselves against the devil and i think one of the strongest of which being gratitude then we're gonna lose and we're gonna believe the lies that our mind slash the enemy tells us a lot the next is fewer health issues which man is that cool we have a lot of rising health issues in america and i think a lot of them are due to higher stress a lot of times like we cannot control life like we cannot take life and just wipe our plate clean 24/7 and be like hmm i now have no more problems because i have no more stress life sucks sometimes and like life is going to happen whether we're ready for it or not and it's going to suck whether we bring those ourselves into those sucky situations or not like it's inevitably going to happen we live in a sinful fallen world you you got to you got to be prepared like I was saying it also encourages us to naturally be healthier which I thought this was interesting I feel like the rest of them I could have guessed but it's kind of cool that gratitude makes you want to like fuel your body better and makes you want to like equip your body better like I think that's really cool I don't really have Actually, I think I do have that like practically in my life. Like I've seen that, but I didn't really realize that was a direct result of gratitude, but it makes sense when I'm just like grateful for things in my life. I wake up with more joy and I want to just like move my body as an expression of that joy. And sometimes that looks like going for a walk. Sometimes that looks like working out, but it just, yeah, interesting. The last two are in terms of relationships. You have stronger connections and you have better communication, which think those two are also both really cool results of just something as simple as gratitude like in all reality this isn't a hard thing to implement in our life it's hard to get over the pillar of what we talked about in the beginning of hey i'm an american or hey i'm a human being who really likes to put myself on a pedestal practicing gratitude even in ways that aren't dragging myself down which gratitude isn't lowering yourself it is sometimes bracing up other people and raising up things in your life, but it's a good thing. Like it shouldn't be something that we neglect. So I lastly want to go over practical ways to implement gratitude into your life because you guys know me. I like to be practical and I like to provide you guys with practical ways. So the first is the most challenging thing. And it's something over the past two years I have worked really hard to do. I do not take compliments well or I used to not very well. I've gotten a lot better within the last two years. But I think somewhere it got ingrained into us, especially as women, that when we are given a compliment, we have to return it back. And I would largely say to avoid doing this, which you're going to be like, Mackenzie, no, absolutely not. Like that is so uncomfortable. Like for someone just to compliment you and you say thank you, what? That's what I'm gonna tell you to do. Because as someone, when I compliment someone, I would much rather watch them and experience them feel gratitude for that compliment rather than see their mind flip a couple times and immediately think of, like, oh, what can I say back? Because, like, they said something nice to me, I need to compliment them in return. I'm not complimenting someone because I want something back in return. I'm complimenting someone because that's how I feel about them. You know? So being able to genuinely say thank you. Sometimes someone gives you a compliment. It's a really cool thing that happens in your mind where you're not so focused on how do I return this in as a result or how do I whatever? Your mind immediately just goes towards gratitude. And it goes towards, "Wow, I'm really grateful that they said that," or I'm really like you feel the words thank you when you say them. And it's really freaking cool it's also really hard. So give that one a try. Best of luck to you guys. Another thing I talked about this past week with one of my friends was my history and like the past that I've experienced. And I've been treated not so well in the past by friends, by relationships, by family. And I was just sitting there being like, ugh, like a lot of things in my past sucked. But man, am i really grateful that I'm able to experience such a deeper gratitude towards people when they love me. You guys are probably like, okay, Mackenzie, we get it. You have good friends. Like, shut up about it. Like, I've had really bad friends before. So I'm able to walk in such a deeper gratitude as a result of that. And like, yeah, it really sucked. And like, if you're in a season of having really bad friends or you just got out of a really bad relationship or you maybe don't have such a great relationship with your parents or your family or you had something really bad happen to you in the past, like, man, that sucks and I'm really sorry. But you can flip that in a really cool way of, man, I'm gonna be so much more grateful for my husband someday. Or man, I'm gonna be so much more grateful for the friends that are gonna come into my life because that's the point that I'm at right now of, Man, I'm so grateful for the community that I have because I know what it looks like to experience bad community. And now that I have such a good community, I am able to experience such deeper gratitude. So don't forget the past that you have. If it wasn't good, like you can use that and you can flip it, but you gotta flip it. The next, sometimes you just have to go through the motions. Like, just like reading scripture, sometime, like Every single day do it. Whether you feel like doing it or not, do it. Read scripture. Practice gratitude. And that's not to say like just like express gratitude outwardly to other people just because don't go up to someone and be like, well, I'm really grateful for you. If you're not, like, or like I'm really grateful that you do this for me. If you're if you're not, like, don't do that. I'm saying inwardly of expressing things that you know you're grateful for, write those down often, even if you don't feel like it, even if you think everything in my life is so wrong right now, I'm grateful for X, Y, Z and make it specific, like make it really specific. And if you don't think you have every anything in your life, hello, we did talk about Jesus beforehand. If you're not a Christian, look up. Like one of the coolest things about traveling was being able to look up and see other people. And yes, I see other people obviously in America, but we're so busy a lot of the time and we're so down on our phones like go to a cafe and just people watch gratitude has produced this really cool thing in me where i like look at people and i'm like man human beings are so cool like how sick are they like that's awesome like it's just a really cool thing being able to observe and just like noticing really small pe- small things in strangers and then feeling this gratitude about it. Because especially as a Christian or however you believe that we were created, you can't look at a human being and say that they weren't created with so much intentionality and with so much beauty. Being able to just look at someone and be like, wow, these things are really cool about you. And just almost like being grateful for like the way the Lord created them or the way you believe they were created is such a freaking cool thing. And then lastly, for the girls who do know Jesus and like do believe we were created with that intention. Also, if you believe we were like created with that intention, knowing that like God holds all things and he gifts all things, you don't walk through life just thinking that things happen. Like things were intentionally given to you. In a very like intentional, I'm using that word again, way. And knowing my Heavenly Father and knowing how loving He is and realizing the things that He gave me. Realizing that those things weren't just a result of something I did or got lucky. But God gifted those things to me specifically. And that just magnifies my gratitude even more. If there's one thing I can recommend to anyone besides knowing Jesus, it's practicing gratitude. Because genuinely, that verse and implementing that verse in my life has changed my life. And more than all of the things that this study says, gratitude produces all these different things, all of these positive things. It'll benefit your relationship. It'll do all of these things. But gosh let's go back to the beginning of that verse and it produces a peace that surpasses all understanding we live in a freaking messed up world like you can't look around and tell me that this world is not so screwed up in so many ways you can't tell me that sin is not real you can't tell me that the enemy is not roaming this earth trying to steal kill and destroy he just is That's a reality we live in. To look the enemy in the face and say, yeah, I know exactly what you're doing, but I'm going to choose to be grateful nonetheless. That's faith, man. Like, that is changing the world. And you have the power to do that. Is it always going to be easy? No. But my encouragement to Christians is you have the Holy Spirit inside of you that is guiding you. And it's going to lead you through this life where is it going to be hard? Yeah. Yes, life is hard. It's really hard. But when you, fo- as that cheesy quote goes, when you focus on the good, the good gets better. And it's so true. Not because your situations change, but because all of these things change and all of these things come as a result of your gratitude. And it's really, really cool. Anyways, I hope you guys saw this episode for what it was as just a way that hopefully leads you to a better life i mean i wish i would have heard this message years ago because gratitude has changed my life and i hope it can change yours i hope you go read philippians 4 6 and write that verse on your heart because it'll change your life and it can change someone else's life if you share it with them too okay That's the episode. I will see you guys next week. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize that YouTube is not YouTube this week. My camera kept going in and out of like being fuzzy. I don't really know what was up with it, but there may or may not be a video up on YouTube. It might just be a video with just audio. I apologize if that's what this is and that's what you're watching right now. But anyways, I appreciate if you guys would subscribe follow wherever you are listening on I love you so much. Thanks. I love you. Bye-bye.